Welcome to our regular episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Now, we spoke of power and gave a definition of it in episode 15, a definition of power. And if you have not listened to that podcast and you're interested in getting into this condition, the condition of power, you should go back and review it probably after you listen to this one. I would imagine you'll have an even greater understanding of the subject after listening to this one. It's just going to help to put together all the pieces on this, which is the highest operating state there is. Remember, a condition is defined by Mr. Hubbard as an operating state. Everything in this universe is operating in a certain state, some good and some bad. I'm sure you can agree with that. And Mr. Hubbard discovered a scale of these operating states, an exact formula, step-by-step, how to climb from one state to a higher one, or into a higher condition, in other words. The highest condition is the condition of power. And this episode is going to help you a great deal towards getting into that condition. The definition of power that we used in episode 15 was, quote, power is being able to do what one is doing when one is doing it. L. Ron Hubbard. This is from an article of the 3rd of April, 1972. Of course, it's very valid. But there is another definition. He also defines it, and this is from an early article, the ability to maintain a position in space. The ability to maintain a position in space. Now, I want you to do a demo, short for a demonstration. I want you to give yourself an example of this. Now, if you're conveniently sitting in a rolling chair, which some of you probably are if you're listening in your office, then this will be a pretty easy demonstration. If you are not, you're going to have to imagine this demonstration, but then when you get an opportunity to do it, next time you're around a rolling chair, I recommend it. I highly recommend it because it's, it's pretty interesting. Okay? So, anyhow... What I want you to do, you're sitting in a rolling chair, an office chair, a typical office chair, and I want you to put your feet, take your feet off the ground and put them on the base of the chair. Okay, now you're, you're probably sitting at a desk or a table, and now what I want you to do is I want you to push the table. Now, when you push the table, who moved? The table or you? Okay. You did. Right? Why? Because you had no position, no fixed position in space. You were unable to maintain a position in space. And thus you were unable to generate any power. Now, you can get a similar demonstration by pushing on something. You know, you're pushing a heavy piece of furniture or a heavy object of some sort, and uh, you have your, you're standing with your feet apart, perhaps, but not uh, behind each other there, so you, you don't have anything to brace yourself against with uh, in terms of your stance, and you push on that object, and, of course, it's not going to go anywhere. So you take 
a stance where you have now uh, one foot behind you bracing you as the other foot is in front of you and you're sort of hunched over and you put your arms at your around chest level and you just give that thing a shove and chances are it's going to move to some extent and you won't. Why? Because you've set yourself up You've assumed a stance where you can hold a position in space, and thus you can generate power. And back to our, uh, our chair example, if you're sitting in an, in an office chair, uh, you shove the table or desk again, but this time I want you to plant your feet on the floor and then shove on it. Now you've got a position. Now you can hold a position. Now, what moves? The table moves. The desk moves. Even if it's a heavy desk, it'll move somewhat. Okay, why? Because you now have established yourself in such a way that you can maintain a position in space. And this is the same thing in your life. If you can hold a position, you can influence the life around you. And if you can't hold a position, you can't. And you are definitely not in a condition of power. A person who is in a condition of power is able to maintain their position in space around them in dealing with issues, uh, calamities, you know, a burning barn, you know, and there's the individual, you know, standing in the fray and in the, in the, in the catastrophe, but what's he doing or she doing? Directing others, you know, holding their position. Okay, go grab the hose, go grab the fire hose. Let's get the bucket brigade going. Let's, uh, get these cattle out of here. Let's, you know, you over there, you know, go grab. And they are directing, they are holding a position and they are generating power. They're not flipping out. They're not running away. They're not uh, cowering and failing to observe. They are there and they're holding their position and they become cause over the circumstances in their environment. Similarly, um, with a business, you know, if you can walk in there and you can command your business and you are definitely there and able to hold your position and influence the various objects and individuals around you, uh, you are ascending into or in that condition. And if you're unable to hold a position, uh, obviously you can't, you know, you, you come in there and the receptionist says, boo and uh, you skedaddle out the back door. You may think I'm exaggerating, but not much. I, I have had uh, employers tell me, you know, that, well, you know, I don't know. If I bring that up, it might upset the receptionist. Like, okay. Uh, clearly, this person is not influencing uh, the dynamics of their lives, their life, you know, around them, their environment. Now, what takes a person uh, into that condition? Well, obviously, you have to follow the very steps of the formulas you are in, the formulas for the condition you are in. We, we've covered a lot of them, not all of them, but we've covered a lot of them in earlier episodes. But uh, there are some very, very interesting laws relating to the condition of power, and that's what we're going to cover today. And it's uh, from an article dated the 29th of July, 1971. Uh, and if you have your green books, um, it's in volume zero, page 264. 
if you have your Harvard College reference set, which of course is the uh, secularized version of these materials, which you should all have. If you're a member of WISE, you should definitely have that reference set. If you don't have it, uh, write me at info at wiseeastus.org. But this is kind of, this is your basic uh, building block. This is your the information you need to implement the Hubbard Management System in a reference set of some, I guess it's about 12 volumes. Anyway, and they're all secular. We have this article on page 147, uh, volume four, and this is called Why Hatting? Okay, so let's review what a hat is. Okay, so hat, Mr. Hubbard defines it, 22 September 1970, he says, developed in 1950, for use in organizations as a special technology. The term and idea of a hat comes from conductors or locomotive engineers, etc., each of whom wears a distinctive and different type of headgear. A hat, therefore, designates particular status and duties in an organization. L. Ron Hubbard. So that's a hat. So it describes what the, per what the person's functions are and uh, how they go about doing those functions. So you would say a person is hatted who has a zone of responsibility in an organization. Uh, let's take a, a simple example of a salesperson. And that salesperson is a trained and professional salesperson. You would say that person is hatted. Okay, now every function of the organization requires a hat. There is no aspect of the organization. I don't care whether you're the, uh, the cleaner, uh, not to denigrate cleaning because it's an extremely important function in any organization, but just to say there is know-how to cleaning and you probably watch people attempt to clean for hours and not get a product or result. An adequate one. You come in there and say, this place was cleaned. They don't know what they're doing. They're not had it. Okay. Same thing goes for uh, I keep going over the subject of the receptionist because sometimes people think there is no hat to a receptionist. There's a heck of a hat connected with being a receptionist. It's an extremely crucial uh, function in the organization. It's the first contact point. And it is so, uh, I mean, you, you talk about contacting government agencies. Anybody here listening is probably not thrilled with having to call you know, the feds or, you know, the IRS or, you know, it doesn't matter what. And it's like, you know, you just groan because you know you're about to experience a whole lot of um, added inapplicable upset and BS, okay? Because you are, there is no competent handling of these contact points, okay? Don't let that be your business. You may have no choice but to contact uh, you know, a federal agency or a municipal agency, you may have no option there, and so you've got to. But if you're a business, uh, people have other options than just, you know, you. So make sure that reception function is handled uh, by a hatted, you know, competent person. So that's what a hat is. Okay, so we're going to cover these laws, fascinating laws, all capital letters, from Mr. Hubbard. Here's the first one. Law. The power of a person stems from his ability to hold a position in space. Okay, so 
We talked about that uh, when I defined power, the second definition of power. He goes on to say this. This is quite true. If a person can hold a position or location in space, he can generate power. If he cannot, he cannot generate power and will be weak. Okay, now he's going to list out four observations. Quote, observation. Modern society tends to confuse and unstabilize persons with its hectic pace. Ain't that the truth? Okay, I mean, look at what's going on right now. Modern society tends to confuse and unstabilize people. With its hectic, crazy, insanity, the pace. Uh, I live in New York City. You know, people come to New York, say, wow, you know, great place to visit. Wouldn't want to live here. What scares them off? Probably the hectic pace of the city. It's, it's frenetic. You know, it's, 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 it borders on the insane. Well, it is kind of insane. But um, that's modern society. Observation. Individuals who are afraid of strong people try to weaken them. I'll bet you've noticed this. Maybe you haven't put your finger on it, but take a look at it. I would be willing to bet that a lot of the listeners here are pretty strong people, and they sometimes get a little confused why it seems that others uh, appear to be trying to undermine them for some reason. What the, what's the deal with that? I'll tell you what the deal is. Individuals who are afraid of strong people try to weaken them. That's an observation. Observation. Persons who are pushed around feel they cannot hold a position in space. Well, that's, that's pretty clear. You know, if they are being pushed around, if you have, you know, children, for instance, you know, uh, push them around, boss them around, don't let them have their own space, you know, even their own room. Like, what are you doing? This is, your laundry's on the floor, and you're this and you're that, and why don't you clean up this place and put all your things away, and, you know, I don't like that picture. Take it down, and, you know... They're being pushed around, and so those kids are not going to feel like they can hold a position in space, and you are setting them up to feel that they can't hold a position in space, and they will not be able to generate power. Okay, Observation. People hate to lose their posts and jobs. They find it degrading. How many of you have ever been, even if it was a job you didn't like, and you got fired? You know? And did you feel better for that? You might have said you did, like, oh, I hated that job anyway. But I don't care who you are. I don't care what it is. You hold, you having a position, you're holding a position, then you lose it. Uh, even if it's like I'm the ex-boyfriend now, it's, it, there's some element of feeling degraded. Okay? So let's go back to these laws. All these observations are from Mr. Hubbard. Now he's going to give us some more laws. Law. By giving a person a post or position... He is somewhat strengthened and made more confident in life. Huh. By giving a person a post or position. You mean if I give somebody a job? If I tell them this is your job, these are your exact duties, he is somewhat strengthened and made more confident in life? How about that? You as an employer, you as an entrepreneur, by merely giving someone a role, a hat, a job, a function, you've actually made uh, some influence, a significant influence in their lives because they are, they are somewhat, somewhat strengthened and made more confident in life. You know, I, I've said this over and over to the members. I said, don't you care about your people? Don't you care about your employees? Like, why aren't you training them? 
Why aren't you handing them? Don't you realize you are actually influencing their lives? You're not just influencing their job. You're influencing their lives merely by the fact that you've given them a job. They are somewhat strengthened and made more confident in life. And, And I wish for all listeners who are employers to take this to heart that you you are actually a major influence in the lives of your employees. And that's quite a responsibility. Take a, take a good hard look at that. You know, if you, if you think you want to change the world, why don't you start, you know, with yourself, obviously, but in your family. But what about your group? You know, and the, the one that you hired, the one that you're, the group that you're creating. Start with that. Okay, law. By letting a person retain his post, he is made more secure. You know, these guys who've held these posts for years, you know, they've worked for the same guy, had pretty much the same function, and they've been doing it for a long, long time, and you kind of go, wow, you know, super loyal. Really love that person, and, you know, I don't know if I could do that, work for the same guy for 20 years. But you know what? They're... they're more secure. They're secure. They're, and security is valuable to people. So by letting a person retain his post, he is made more secure. Law. By having a person, he is greatly strengthened as he is helped to hold his post. By having a person. He goes on to say this, Hubbard goes on to say this, a basically insecure person who feels he is unable to hold his position in space is sufficiently strengthened by having to feel secure enough to do his job. Hey, hey, you made someone feel somewhat strengthened and more confident by giving them a job, but you can greatly strengthen them by having them. And because they are helped to hold their post, and thus they feel more secure. They feel more confident. Law. Having a hat, being hatted, and demonstrating competence makes a person feel capable of holding his position in space, and he becomes more stable, confident in life, and more powerful. Huh. When you train some employee, when you train yourself, when you hat yourself, when you hat an employee, you're not just helping them to do their job better. They are being made more stable and confident in life and more powerful. I remember many wise members, particularly the ones with uh, 20 more employees, 20 or more employees, but uh, most of the members now, we're, we're encouraging them to put in an online hatting program through Effective Management US. It's called the Fast Track Training System, and it's an online training system. If you want more information about it, it's very easy to implement. Contact us at um, uh, info at wiseeastus.org. But uh, some of my bigger members also, they have the... Uh, uh, the authorization to set up a training room using Hubbard management materials and train their employees. And I remember at one point getting a, a series of success stories from the supervisor there, not from the employer, uh, but from the supervisor. Uh, he just faxed over a bunch of successes because they were so incredible. And, and, and one of them was about a woman who said, you know, I was uh, a single mother, unemployed, 
you know, trying to make it go right with my life, words to that effect. And um, I was given a chance in this uh, place, in this member's business. And um, I've now been promoted. You know, I started training and uh, getting uh, more and more information about how to do my job. And I found myself getting promoted uh, again and again. And now I have a new life. And I, I really want to thank my employer for this. Anyway, I took this success story, we call it a success story, and I called up the member and I omitted the names and I just read it to the member and uh, I said, hey, Jim, I want you to, yeah, just give this a listen, you know? And I read it to him. He says, wow, that's incredible. Like, uh, you know, who sent you that? And I said, and I named, your employee. <laughs> he hadn't even read the success stories, right? But this person was talking about how she had a whole new life thanks to her employer hatting and training her, okay? So she felt more confident in life, more powerful, more stable. And that's the effect you're creating when you had people. Never mind what it does for your business. I mean, that's pretty obvious, okay? Anyway, but he, after that, I'm sure he's read all the success stories from his from employees since then, but uh, was a bit of a gag I pulled on him. Anyway, next law, unhatted persons on a post can become criminal on the post because they feel insecure and become weak. How about that? There's a reverse aspect to this, okay? If you don't train your employees and they don't know what they're doing, if you don't train yourself and you don't know what you're doing, you will become criminal. You know, you say, I don't know how to do this. And, you know, let's say you're trying to construct a, a, a you know, you're, you took on a project, a construction project, a little more than you you probably had the skills for. And now you are uh, doing a few things with it that you not sure it's the right thing and it may not be the best quality, but you cover it up in some way. You just became criminal. Uh, don't think your employees don't do that. You know, there's only so many times they're going to ask you, what do I do, boss? Because they'll feel like a nuisance. You can create that criminality and that feeling of out exchange and insecurity and weakness. And don't be surprised when they say sayonara and go off and, you know, and leave you in the lurch at some moment suddenly, what we call a blow. So uh, you can create that situation by not training and hatting your staff. So he goes on to say this, we'll just wrap this up. When a person is secretly afraid of others, he instinctively will not hat them or hats them wrongly and tends to transfer or move them about. Very few employers operate kind of like that, but they sometimes have office managers or people responsible that are not hatting their employees because they feel that, that they'll be threatened if these employees get, hat, uh, get hatted. So be alert for that. Uh, when a person is insecurely posted and insufficiently hatted, he can try to weaken others by trying to prevent their hatting and trying to get them transferred or even dismissed. Hmm, I'm sure you've seen something like that. This is apparently the social aberration at work. The answer to a sane organization and a sane society is not welfare and removal. It is hire them, train them, hat them, apprentice them. We'll do a whole other episode on apprenticeship, but apprentice them. Look it up for yourself. Give them a post. This is so strong in truth, it would take the bulk of the crime out of a society. Hmm? You can contribute to taking crime out of society. A prosperous, hatted uh, organization, prosperous, hatted community will be a safe community because there is no need for criminality. You want to make a change in the world? Do this. Build 
big, awesome businesses with hatted people, okay? And you will be putting an island of sanity there. In this last line from Mr. Hubbard, and it sure will put an organization in power. Okay, there you go. There's your very simple means to go about it. Now, uh, with WISE, uh, with your WISE membership, there are more and more training benefits coming out now. We're, we're dreaming up new ones. We're coming up with all kinds of exciting things. You need to find out what those things are. Uh, then just write us at info at wiseeastus.org and we will help you get rolling with uh, staff training and hatting. And don't think that it's good enough just to sort of uh, go over a th- few things with them verbally. Uh, you're listening to these episodes. It means you have, you appreciate the value of real hatting. Uh, the episodes are, in effect, hatting. They're not courses, so they're not a substitute for real training, but it just demonstrates that you yourself see the value of more knowledge and hatting uh, for yourself. Now, let's also get that for everybody who works for you and keep hiring more people and training more people. And that is the secret to having a large organization that you actually don't have to be totally consumed with. This is how you work your way into a place where you also have a life. All right, that's it for today. Hope you uh, valued this. Do Send us in your feedback. We love it at info at wiseeastus.org. Want to hear from you, and we'll talk to you next week.